There's Yorihiko and his wife Noriko, Kunihiko and his wife Nana, and Katsuhiko and his wife Yumi, and their sons Yuhei and Kyohei. Oh, and this is Nana's daughter Kana, and Noriko's kids Shingo and Mao. You get all that? Welcome to our Weeb Variant, an exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I am an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brenna McCullough, your anime man behind the curtain. Pay no attention to me. Uh, that makes sense. We in get like... it. You're so flashy, but you're just a private nerd. <laughs> <laughs> the land of I have so much bling. Yes, this will make sense after we watched uh, the movie. Uh, I realized that after I said that. Um, uh, but yes, uh, we're watching a movie called Summer Wars that I picked for my birthday. And it's for my birthday, boy. For my birthday, my co-host on my other podcast, Doug's back. Yeah, I'm your anime guest again. I'm surprised. I didn't think I would ever be allowed back, but it's great to be back. <laughs> uh, after after Elfin Lead, uh, <laughs> who would have guessed? But no, I love Summer Wars. It's a great film, so I'm happy to be back. Thank you. Happy to have you back. Uh, every host here has brought a show that is worse. So you cannot be <laughs> the worst offender. Is, that, there is it just me? And just uh, blind picks Dana, by you Dana, you brought Pantheon stockings. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's oh, right. fuck. <laughs> I forgot. I repressed it. <laughs> we repressed that so hard. I feel like with you doing it, it's just blind picks. So, like, you brought worse stuff, but you didn't know it was worse. Yeah. It, <laughs> like, often that is the case. Some of the worst stuff were, like... All right, I guess I've heard this is good. Oh no, oh, there's no. there's oh. animated it's everywhere. <laughs> well, hey, hold on. That's not worse. <laughs> They're also usually my picks. Keijo, still good. Still defend that choice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Doug is actually the person who recommended me uh, Summer Wars back when we first met. Like, oh god, six years ago. It's weird, Brand. This movie Jesus. I think came out in Japan in 2009 and America in 2010. So this movie's already a 10 year old movie about. Ugh. Whoa. Yeah. Oof. Was yeah. it like fresh, fresh in the theaters when uh, you brought it to Brendan's attention? Uh, maybe nah. not necessarily, what? but I found out no, about it yeah. shortly after it came out. I didn't see it in theaters or anything, but uh, people were freaking out about it, and rightfully so. It's just visually stunning, as uh, we'll get to. Yeah, mm. and it's also a recommendation from a listener, AJ Gart. Gan- Ooh, sorry, AJ Ganaros. He tried. I tried. Did my best. <laughs> I- I give the character. I have messed it up worse. I I, <laughs> I flipped a couple letters. So, um, we can't uh, be sure. You, you AJ, send us send us an audio file. <laughs> How to pronounce <laughs> it? Saying your last name. Phonetic AJ, spelling. give us a pronunciation. <laughs> or I saw you wear uh, glasses on Twitter. I'm going to call you Ida. I do it to every other character we no. come across. <laughs> Don't force that on him. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this is a movie I really enjoy, and uh, you guys gave me shit for the last few shows I picked. <laughs> I was like, maybe, maybe a good one this time. Let's change it up a bit. Let's have some <laughs> weird. How it's exciting. not like we've been begging you for uh, like two months at this point for good stuff. <laughs> hey, hold on. Let me go through. Let me double check. Does Ashfield know? The okay. world is dying, Brendan. And <laughs> yeah, you're like, no, let me keep fucking with them. Positive. Right. Hey, to be fair, I picked Animal Crossing movie and Silver Spoon before this. 
So, like, okay. fair so enough. Just Zatch Bell. That really, <laughs> really fucks up. <laughs> <laughs> Threw us off. Just it, it was only one pick, but god damn it, was that a hell of a pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, do you two know anything about Summer Wars? I've heard of it, but I never took the time to watch it. Oh, we'll change that today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, of course I know nothing. Shocker. So <laughs> I saw it was recommended and that uh, you had it planned for your birthday, and I was like, okay, I don't need to look into this further. <laughs> <laughs> I know what to expect from this guy. I don't know why I still have blind trust in Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. Oh, I should have beaten that out of you by now. <laughs> Even my good picks are bad, apparently, so I don't know what you expect. <laughs> oh, it's a fun romp. I feel like it'll it'll be a good tone for the situation we're in right now. We're Absolutely. approaching summer, spring, actually. Yes. But like mm-hmm. it definitely has the good summer vibes to it. And like I just I mean, like Doug said, I love the art style just by itself, but the movie itself is really well done as well. So I I generally enjoy this movie all around. So I look forward to sharing it with everyone. Yeah, and I'm super biased. (laughs) (laughs) He's the one that told me, so he's already on board. (laughs) So now we just got to win over. We already got half and half. So now we just got to win over one of you. We'll have majority rule. Awesome. (laughs) All right. Well, shall shall the two sides fight? Shall we start this summer war? Oh, shit. Oh, oh, I forget the Romeo. What's the fam? The Montagues and the Capulets. There it is. You're going down. Brendan, you said we weren't watching Digimon this time. (laughs) (laughs) You fools, you trusted me one too many times. It's Digimon again. Son of a bitch. You got played. That's the thing. When I first introduced this to Brendan, I was like, yeah, this is one of my favorite, like, anime movies. Uh, And he checked it out. He was like, it's Digimon the movie. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I've never seen this. I can, it's on YouTube. It's free. No one cares about it anymore except for me. It's just Digimon again, like beat for beat. And You're the only one that gives it views. <laughs> I watch it every day. It sets me, it puts me to sleep at night. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Yeah, when, uh, after I watched it, I looked it up. Sure enough, same director. It's about ah. nine years apart between uh, the Digimon movie and this one. So, yeah, it's just... He wanted to do it better. <laughs> yeah, Digimon 2.0. Give me another chance. <laughs> I really like this Instead premise. Instead of a third of a movie, give me a whole movie. <laughs> Let me prove myself. I really like the concept. I just don't like the already existing franchise weighing it down with all this bullshit. <laughs> Let me give it a take two. <laughs> that really is how it feels. Yeah. Like, well, this This feels like uh, his answer to the Digimon movie, just like uh, Makoto... Shinkai's answer to five centimeters per second was your name. He yeah, exactly. took it and made it better. <laughs> exactly. And uh, the director, uh, Mamoru Hasoto, uh, he also did the sixth One Piece movie, which is widely yeah. considered one of the best, if not the best One Piece movie. So, I just learned that there are six One Piece movies. Wow. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Sweet too. summer child. Oh, no. There are like, like, I knew there were movies. I didn't know there were that many. There are 14 One Piece movies. Oh, oh Lord. Fuck me. We're going to watch them all yeah, I heard six. I heard six, and I wasn't surprised. It's One Piece. <laughs> it's One Piece. It goes on forever. Uh, so he it's also, actually yeah. 14 pieces? 
It's funny. <laughs> There's a lot of pieces. Uh, he also directed uh, The Girl Who Leapt Through Time, Wolf Children, oh. and The Boy and the Beast, which are all widely considered okay. fantastic movies. Okay, I'm glad movies. you brought up The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. All right, so I, as That's a on our list. big fan yeah. of the Summer Wars, I'm like, okay, I'm going to own a Blu-ray copy of this. I order it on Amazon. It comes. It's like, oh, by the way, this version of Summer Wars includes a copy of The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. I'm like, I can't wait to watch that movie because I haven't seen it yet. I pop this Blu-ray disc in, and the PlayStation's like, oh, this is a Region B Blu-ray disc. You can't play it here. And I'm like, are you fucking me? And they didn't say that anywhere on Amazon. Maybe it did. I'm just an idiot. But regardless, I'm like really (laughs) upset with myself and them for selling that to an American who can't do anything with this Blu-ray. And I'm like, it looks cool, but... And I'm not going to be like that dick that goes and sells it on Facebook Marketplace to someone else who can't use it then. It's just like, (laughs) of course not. So now I'm just here with this useless like piece of memorable I guess, but whatever. Put it on display. Yeah, but I do love the movie, and I do want to see the girl who leapt through time at some point. Yeah, we got that on the list. Cool. Yeah, I also have Wolf Children on my list. Nice. I still have to watch Boy and the Beast. Anyway, uh, yes, this is just Digimon again, which means I love it already. (laughs) (laughs) So, you get the plot. Uh, It's it's literally just Digimon again. This is part two of the Digimon movie. You you know what's up. Let's get to it. <laughs> Let's get yeah, to the it. The internet plot, the same. the same. Everything else, different. So, in the beginning, we are introduced to Oz. It's like a virtual reality world, and right off the bat, I was like, is this a fucking isekai? I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't um, do that to you again. Yeah, but luckily, it's not. So, uh, it's just like a hyper-stylized and colorful world. It's really cool looking. You customize your avatar. They say your info is very safe. Wink. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, let's highlight that in the first three minutes of the movie, so you know it's not. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I bet that's relevant. Yeah, they're pretty good at foreshadowing in this movie. Yeah. Um, And you can do everything on this online server you can buy houses you can buy cars the government has stuff going on um which doesn't make me feel good at all why would they do that (laughs) why why would the government put all of their information in online server anyway (laughs) that we'll talk about it later um but it's everything there's online shopping it's all there um and then they also mention that, like, language is translated through it, so you can talk to anybody, and I think that's really cool. Super cool. People, yeah, people work on it. I can't believe that hasn't been implemented in right. real life. I think they, Google or somebody's trying to, but it's still, like, not even perfected yet. So by them, like, yeah, making this hard. ten years ago, they were thinking we'd have it by now, but we don't. I mean, no. there's Second Life, but then we all know what happened to that. So, like, <laughs> yeah. It turned horny. Oh, yeah. Like all things on the internet. Did it turn horny or was it always horny? That's true. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, people work on it. Uh, there are like virtual offices. It's crazy. There. Oh, I wrote this down. They said, pay your taxes through Oz. And I was like, no, thank yeah. you. No, thank you. No. I'll do anything else, actually. They <laughs> also mentioned buying cuisines. And I'm like, does that mean it's going to show up IRL? Like, what's the point? Um, yeah. Is it like Grubhub? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> DoorDash? Huh. It's just the internet point 2.0. Yeah. Computer, print me pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait for the, that Someday. day. <laughs> In Spy Kids, when they put that thing oh, in the microwave yeah. and they get McDonald's, that oh, looks great. That's my favorite. But that sweet product placement. 
everything's so cute. Like it's like Animal Crossing on acid meets Wii Sports. Like I want to go <laughs> visit Oz. It's so cute. Yeah, everyone gets I would a cute love little to make avatar. An avatar. Yeah. Uh, but so uh, it's at this point we see the news that you can watch news from all over the world, but we are focused on Japan. And the anchor says something about a malfunctioning space station, which again I was like. I'm sure that matters. Yep. <laughs> exactly. It's a, it a big shadow. It's like four shadows. <laughs> oh. Um, and then we see uh, two dudes in Oz working. Um, one of them is like, oh, I'm so sad that I didn't get to represent Japan. And you're like, oh, what does that mean? And then his friend tells him to get over it because it's almost summer. Uh, and then we see them in real life. And it's just two high school boys. Just some nerds. Um, it's our main character, uh, Kenji and his friend, which I never got the name of. Friend. Yeah, it's funny. it's funny. I forgot that one, too. I tried my best yeah. to write every name down except him. <laughs> He's no, got glasses. there is so many people in this. <laughs> oh, wait, you're absolutely right. I didn't write yeah, I didn't all either. the family members, but we'll get to it. <laughs> I wrote yeah. down like two family names. <laughs> That's it. I wrote Same. down main boy and main girl, and I moved on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, so main girl, Natsuki. She uh, barges into the room and she's like, do you guys want a job? And they're like, no, we have jobs. Like, we work in Oz. And she's like, okay, well, all it is is a trip out to the countryside with me. It's super easy. And then the glasses boy is like, wait, I want to do it. And then Kenji is like, I can also do that. Um, And then we don't see it happen, but they play rock, paper, scissors for it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then we get, like, an opening credit sequence and we see some combat going on in Oz. and there's like a rabbit looking character that it, we find out about more later. It's Rabu. Let's be real. It's a Digimon. <laughs> it's a Digimon. It, it does is. look like Rabu. Yeah, it's so you badass. Said. I don't know. Rabbits are the shit. I guess it's because I grew up on Redwall and all sorts of other shit like Watership Down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the main character, Kenji, um, he's on a train to meet with Natsuki at a train station and. Uh, we find out that he is going with her to uh, celebrate her great-grandma's 90th birthday. Um, And on the way there, she's like, oh, I heard you say something about going to represent Japan. What was that about? And he's like, oh, I I was gonna do the math Olympics. Um, (laughs) Yeah, he's a little nerd. (laughs) Hardcore. Um, Yeah, and, and she's like, oh, really? You must be really good at math. Like, prove it to me. And he's like, okay, tell me your birthday. And she does, and then he says, that was a Sunday. And she's like, oh, really? Like, how do you know? And he was like, I just did math, like, going backwards. Well, she thought he memorized all the dates, but he used math to figure it out. So he's good at math. Established. Yeah, but it wasn't confirmed if he was right, so I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> Could <laughs> no, be bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, one I mean, in seven yeah, odds. she didn't know. I know that I was born on a Sunday, so I would be impressed. That's cool. Yeah, I have no idea what day I was born I think I yeah, just crawled yeah. out of the Earth's crust. I don't think I was really, like, born. And said, hello, you're my mother. Hello, world! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a um, Java project. <laughs> uh, so, uh, they get to another train station, uh, and she sees someone she recognizes. It's part of her family. Yeah. Um, and then they're on another train, and they're, uh, the woman is, like, talking about the family. Um, and then they transfer to a bus, and Natsuki sees her Aunt May and her kids. Um, and then they get off of the bus, and they see someone named Nana, and there are just a lot of kids and babies. Yep. Um, and they get to the house, and it's like this huge estate, because the family used to have money. 
But then the great-grandpa blew it all. Yeah, that property is breathtaking. That scene is just Mm -hmm. awesome. The music, I was like, damn. This is like your part-time job. Like, this is so easy. You just hang out with this girl. We'll get to what your job is. I guess the whole idea is you're visiting (laughs) her grandmother at this point. Yeah. Um, And then they get to the door, and... uh, it's Natsuki's grandmother that greets them, and he accidentally wishes her a 90th birthday when she very clearly does not look 90. I was no. like, what kind of math genius are you? Yeah. <laughs> Missing the common uh, sense there. <laughs> um, so Natsuki is like, hey, we're going to go meet my great-grandma. Just go along with whatever I say. Um, and then we meet her, and Natsuki, as soon as she sees her, says, Oh, I was worried because I heard you've been sick. And I was like, this fucker's gonna die, isn't she? Oh, no. I can't do this. I can't do this. Yeah. I've cried so much this morning. I can't even <laughs> Because, Sorry. I mean, yeah. uh, personally. Oh, oof, oof, I can't. Okay. I'll try really hard not to cry during the podcast. Um, I said I put in my notes. I don't like that. Is she gonna die? I'm not down for that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone um, in their 90s in an anime, it's like, oh no! Unless they're a magical elf, something bad is happening. Yeah. By the power um, of the internet. <laughs> uh, so uh, then Kenji comes in, and Natsuki tells her great grandma that it's her, it's her fiance, not just boyfriend, cool. but yeah. fiance. What? Nani. I don't know. I I get it. Like wanting to introduce your your significant other to your ailing grandparent. I really get that. Sure, but not but, giving that person the heads up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah also like them being like 16, 17. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Still high school. A little school. unbelievable. Um and then great grandma kind of grills him and he she's like are you man enough for my Natsuki? Would you die for her? And he's just like Whoa. yes. Yeah. And she's like, okay, great. <laughs> You're in. It's going to come in handy later. What? <laughs> um, and then she gives Natsuki the morning glory yukata. And I was like, is that all you want? Yes, it absolutely. <laughs> it felt like an elaborate plan just to get a dress. And I was like, ooh, you're sneaky. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. But fortunately, I mean, not fortunately, but like, I'm glad to know that that's not exactly why. Um, Natsuki apologizes to Kenji. Um, but, sh- and she's like, I wanted my great grandma to meet my awesome boyfriend before she died. So yeah. you are my awesome boyfriend. <laughs> uh, and I said, boy, this shit hits home. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like being emotional. It's rough. Sorry. Um, it's okay. <laughs> it's good. I liked it. Um, but so, um, then Natsuki like tells him like, the qualities he's supposed to have. He's supposed to be a college student and uh, he traveled abroad, whatever. Um, so act lovey-dovey around me. And then right after you leave, like, I'll say we broke up. It's fine. Um, and then we see a dog. That's fun. Um, and <laughs> then we stuff. just kind of see, like, business around the house. A delivery truck shows up driven by one of Natsuki's uncles. Um, there are some people watching baseball. There are kids running around the house. A cousin Shota is angry that Natsuki is engaged. Cousin Shota objects. <laughs> he is not Shota okay object. with Excuse his... me, second cousin. <laughs> second cousin. Oh, you're yes. absolutely right. You're right. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. What a um, weirdo. Yeah. Uh, he's also a police officer. Wow. I just called him um, idiot cop. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Blart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then uh, her uncle that brought the fish is, like, showing it off, and it's all squid, and everyone's kind of like, oh, 
Great. <laughs> Yay, more squid. Why is it still squid? <laughs> is the one kid's reaction. Yeah. Um, and then they all sit down to dinner, and Natsuki introduces Kenji to the whole family, all of her aunts and uncles. That um, scene, like, literally, I like, I physically felt pain from it. It was unbelievable, because <laughs> I am terrible with names just to begin with. Like, just meeting a single person, maybe two, and it's like, oh, five minutes goes by, and I'm like, god damn it, why do I always do this to myself? But then, let alone, and that's the thing, in all reality, uh, being married to my wife now, my family is very small in comparison to hers. So, yeah, certain times mm. I'd be introduced to her family. It felt like that scene, and it's always just like, yeah. you'll get to know everyone right and but that was times 10 for this family oh lord yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, for me that what was depicted was a small family gathering for what i'm used to <laughs> yeah. oh, wow at that's least 40 wild. cousins so um yeah, yeah i would that's how i react to my own family just like i i assume we're related if you're at this dinner yeah. but i don't know who you are <laughs> that yep. is impressive yep. Yeah, that's how it is on my mom's side of the family, because both of her, her parents got divorced and both remarried. So I have a huge family. And that's like always the joke whenever we bring home a significant other for the first time or bring to like a party, a gathering. The gauntlet. They're always like, you're going to be quizzed. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so dad... this is all way too relatable for me and I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dad's one of 10 kids. So like, I, this hit hard and. Mm-hmm. I think on my mom's side, I was like 14, and I, was, I just went around to everyone. I'm like, hey, I'm conscious now. I know who I am. Can I reintroduce like everyone? Because I don't remember anyone's names anymore. Like, yeah, <laughs> totally. sure. I um, need to do that. I'm overdue for that. Of like, <laughs> hey, who who are you related to? Just own up to be like, family. Just be like, yo, I'm going to be real right now. Don't know who you are. Let me reintroduce myself, and then just go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so... They all start eating dinner. They're all talking about Kenji, like talking about what she's told them and like, oh, it's too good to be true. And then her grandpa gets weird and is like, oh, is she pregnant? Is that why you guys are fiancés? Come on. I know, I know you guys have had sex. And it's like, come on, grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Not now. Um, cousin Shota's still angry that Natsuki is engaged. People laugh at him. <laughs> um, but great grandma's approval is all the family needs. The men need to be tough. Um and then the uncle that brought the squid starts talking about, like, the army that the family fought in. And, like, they're very proud of their heritage. Definitely. I love, yeah, the Gino Uchi clan. And, like, he had a story from, like, the 1500s. 15, it's just super cool. Like, all the war story stuff was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then it's nighttime. Kenji's on the phone with the friend, the school friend. And he's like, oh, make sure you get cuddly to Natsuki. <laughs> and he's like, oh. I can't. That's what I mean. If um, that kid was in his shoes right now, he'd be trying to hook up. <laughs> yeah. He's the I'm glad that Kenji got to <laughs> the right. good boy. Um, and then he gets lost in the house and he finds a really small room that this kid is in that he hadn't seen before. And he's like, what are you doing in here by yourself? And the kid doesn't answer. Um, and then he accidentally sees Natsuki in a towel and I really liked that she wasn't like oh my god pervert she was just like oh it was an accident yeah she, I love that she was bathing with like all the little kids yeah she's taking care yeah, of yeah I think she even offered him like uh, the bathroom's yours now if you need it yeah I love that love uh <laughs> anime tropes getting this man <laughs> um <laughs> and then um after that after he like takes his bath um he's walking past the dining room and he sees some drama. There's this guy there, Ooh. voiced by J. Michael Tatum. I love his voice. Ah, Ida. Um, ah, yes. <laughs> Ida. 
Kyoya, Sebastian, all of them. <laughs> um, and uh, he's like calling it his house and they call him a thief. Um, and he's like, why are you all here? And um, he, they're like, it's your great grandma's birthday. And then he calls her a hag and he thought she'd be dead by now. And he's, and she's like, same. <laughs> <laughs> I also thought you would be dead. Um, and like, but she still asks if he's eaten. Um, and he's like, I don't want your food, but he sits down and he has a beer. And then Natsuki comes in and she is so excited to see him. Yeah. That was, uh, I don't know. Upsetting. It's yeah. She's like telling, uh, Kenji to be all lovey dovey towards her, but then she's being all lovey dovey towards this guy that everybody dislikes. (laughs) Yeah. And her uncle, supposedly adopted uncle, we find out, but. Um, his name's Wabisuke. Um, and they're like, get away from him, Natsuki. Um, and then we like see all of the women in the kitchen talking about him. We find out that he's, uh, great grandpa's illegitimate son from America. And then great grandma adopted him. Uh, and then we see Natsuki playing cards with him and Kenji sitting there trying to learn how to play. Um, and she tells him that, uh, she wants him to take her to Disneyland and Disney World. And I was like, does she have a crush on her uncle? Gross. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Not all anime tropes are subverted in this movie. <laughs> True. No. <laughs> Can't escape them all. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so uh, it's nighttime, like I said before, um, and Kenji is in his room and he gets a weird message from Oz and the subject line says, solve me. And it's just a bunch of numbers. Um, and he spends like all night sol- solving the code. And when he does it, he replies, and he gets a weird message back. And I was just like, bruh, Bruh. you live online. (laughs) Don't you know better than to do shit like this? Yeah. Nigerian Um, prince and all that. Yeah. Um, He also thought that one woman was 90 years old, who clearly was not, so. (laughs) Yeah, he's not bright. Yeah. Um, For a math genius, he's fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's got book smarts, but not street smarts. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, so the next morning he's woken up by two of the young boys and they take him to the TV and on the news, they're talking about some criminal mastermind and they show a picture of Kenji. Um, and we find out that he, his account has been hacked and whoever hacked his account is using it to spread like this virus throughout Oz. Um, they hacked into the maintenance system Mm -hmm. for Oz. So everything's kind of falling apart. And this is so scary because people use Oz for everything. Yes, mm-hmm. Japanese society depends on Oz, is like the freaking uh, news announcer saying. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that just, it blows my mind how it, everything in the world comes to a grinding halt because someone hacked the system. Yeah. Um, so he's trying to log into his account, but can't. Um, he like goes to the kid with the laptop and the kid is like, why don't you call tech support? But then tech support won't even take his call because he, they like don't recognize the account that goes with the phone number, which is also crazy. Like you should just (laughs) answer everyone's tech support phone calls. Um, and then like glasses kid can't get in from their admin accounts either. Um, and it turns out that all of those numbers were the encryption code for Oz and no one should have been able to solve it, but he did it. So he did kind of hack it. <laughs> just he didn't know it. Yeah, he basically um, gave them the key, like the entrance key to yeah. go and do that. And what an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so I he, love like, a good puzzle. A- <laughs> <laughs> he he gets a, ga- a guest avatar and goes online and he like sees the virus using his account and it's all spooky. 
And then uh, he starts fighting him and he's like, he turned all of Oz into combat mode, which is whack. Stitch mode. Um, and then the laptop <laughs> kid steps into the fight. Turns out this kid is the bunny from earlier. Hell yeah. King Cosma. King Cosma. I love Cosma. It's fantastic. Oh my gosh. The Great battle design. mode Cosma scene where it's like he's flying and dodging the obstacles, taking on uh, this creature was like iconic. It's such a great scene. Yeah. Um, but so the family is still kind of unaware. Like none of them have seen this broadcast. Um, and uh, we find out some stuff about the virus. Um, Glasses guy says that it's uh, it's not a human. It's an AI that came from Pittsburgh. Yeah. And I was just like, ah, so Uncle Uncle uh, Wabisuke did this. <laughs> He's American, and he was looking at his weird... He was looking at something on his phone earlier, and I was just like, hmm. Hmm. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, no. (laughs) Um, And then the whole family is watching the news, and they see Kenji, um, and they find out, like, all of the secrets. He's not a college student. He's never traveled abroad, all that stuff. And then on the news, they also say that the satellite didn't release its probe like it should have. Again, Hmm. (laughs) I'm sure that matters. Um. I, and I do want to mention uh, that I love that the AI's name is Love Machine. Yeah. That is so love ridiculous. Machine. Like, why? I mean, that is he's an asshole. <laughs> like, if anything is gonna take over the world, it's something called the Love Machine. I'm I'm surprised they left off sixty nine at the end. <laughs> yeah, they really. <laughs> yeah, they missed that opportunity. Yeah. Um. And. Uh, Kazuma, which is the name of the child that plays as King Kazuma, um, says that he could tell that the AI liked to play with him. Um, and the family, like, tracks him down, and they get Natsuki and Kenji both get reprimanded for lying. Um, and then two of her aunts are like, hey, all of those qualities that you gave him, all of those fake qualities, aren't those, like, Wabisukes? And she's like, shut up. Yeah. Shut up, don't think about it. Everybody, shut up. Um, now's not the time and then <laughs> we can unpack this later shoda, <laughs> therapy. and then shoda is like yelling at him and they're like shoda you're a police officer arrest him so he does like, oh yeah um, okay <laughs> um but before he gets taken away he thanks everybody for having him because he's never really had a family like that and it was nice to spend time with like a tight-knit family and you can see that great grandma kind of appreciates that. Yeah. <laughs> um oh, huh. yeah. That's that's the first part of the movie. Yeah. If you could believe it, <laughs> so much happens. <laughs> uh so the police officer is taking in Kenji. He's uh he's he's booking him. He gets them all handcuffed, <laughs> loads them into the car, and uh as they get to an intersection, they get stuck at a red light. And even though the lights are changing, the traffic is stopped and the cops freaking out. Uh, And then we start to see the world break down uh, because almost everything is connected to Oz. So every horrible idea. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Every government agency, every uh, traffic light, every uh, GPS is all connected. So uh, Love Machine is able to hack into basically everything. And uh 
as we see everything shut down, uh, the whole family is like, yeah, we, we can't make it anymore. Uh, like, it says I'm in a different city than I'm supposed to be in. Like, traffic, I have no updates. It's just gridlocked. I'm stuck here. There's, like, false fire reports and life alert things are acting up. So it's all chaos. Uh, uh, I really loved how they, like, kind of even visualized the love machine fucking up all of the infrastructure with, like, the domino effect of him just, like, and, like, throwing things around in Oz and just, like, disrupting everything. That was really cool. Yeah, just, like, taking the GPS maps and just, like, shuffling them so everyone just has other people's info and all that. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, uh... Natsuki uh, chases down the cop car and it's like, this is useless. You're not making it into town. Just come back. He's not going to escape. It's fine. There's bigger fish to fry here. Um, so as they go back uh, to the house, uh, they find out that uh, Love Machine is uh, stealing all these accounts linked to Oz. And uh, since everything's connected, that's the whole thing. Uh, so Granny is like, ah, this seems like war tactics. And, uh, she gets on the phone and starts calling everyone she knows, uh, cause the family's so big, she's calling all the extended family and friends and all that saying, hey, look out for the elderly, check in on people, make sure, uh, offline stuff is being prioritized and sort of just, uh, moralizing her side of the war. Totally. And- we see Love Machine take note of that in the game because, like, she has, like, a family symbol on her jacket and he sees that connected to, like, phone calls and stuff. Um, so, um, uh, Kenji is able to get back into Oz. Uh, uh, he's, uh, uh, with his, like, guest account, he's finally able to, like, have access to it. And it turns out that he didn't solve the encryption he got the last letter wrong (laughs) so uh so the cop is like oh so i guess it wasn't you but i got my eye on you kid (laughs) technically but i guess technically since the ai may have randomly chosen the account that it's apparently we learned that it sent it to like 50 different people and like maybe 26 of them were successful and even though kenji was unsuccessful it used his account to like uh I don't know, screw up the whole system, and that's why Kenji's face was broadcasted around the world? Yeah, I guess, like, someone cracked the code, and the AI was like, cool, let me take the code from this user, but put it on this user, so it's, like, untraceable. That's a good point. Yeah, so, um, uh, he's back online, they're trying to, uh, figure it out, uh, they, uh are at dinner that night uh, talking about how uh, all the party delays are happening. Uh, They find out that uh, their, like, cousin who's playing in, like, a big high school baseball tournament advanced, so they're excited about that because the satellite signal to the game was lost. Um, And they're uh, talking about uh, the news says everyone needs to stay off of Oz, uh, and they're talking about uh, uniting the entire family against Love Machine so they can try to fight it. Um, but then the the uh, the estranged uncle is there and he's like, oh, yeah, Love Machine. Yeah, I made that. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Shocker. <laughs> Unbelievable. The only person from America in this movie? No. Huh? <laughs> the bad guy? <laughs> yeah, that checks out. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, everyone is like, hey, uh, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. And he's like, chaos fuck. 
No, I I did it. It it was a job. I built an AI. Uh, uh, the U.S. military was like, "Hey, this is dope. Can we buy it?" And I guess they're testing it. But uh, his whole reasoning for doing this was he wanted to uh, get the fortune that their ancestors lost so they can have money again. So he's like, Grandma, I did this for you. I wanted to rejoin the family. And this is like a peace offering. Uh, but uh, she, being like a warrior of honor, is so offended that he like sold out military <laughs> tactics <laughs> to like an enemy force. And she uh, pulls out a sword from the wall and like chases him down uh and love it uh of course being 90 he like just grabs it and is like well i guess i'm not wanted here and you're not strong enough to overtake me so fucking see ya <laughs> howdy uh so uh uh natsuki is sad that he left and is sulking and crying and goes running off um so uh Later that night, uh, Granny and Kenji are playing a card game thing. Hanafuda. Hanafuda. Hanafuda, yes. Uh, like, the whole family knows it. Everyone plays it. That's, like, their game. This and hit real close to home for me, because my entire family on my dad's side knows how to play Canasta, and I don't know what the fuck <laughs> it is. <laughs> All I picked up from Hanafuda was Koi Koi, and I don't I, know what that means. I think I it means double the about- ante. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, Granny's like, hey, uh, you're joining the family. Uh, get in on this game. Uh, I got a little wager for you. If if I win, that means you have to take care of Natsuki no matter what, because uh, she needs someone to look out for her. And and uh, you you got to be a strong young man. And he's like, oh, no, I'm just a meek little nerd. I can't oh, stand bother. up for her. I think his I can't actual, die for her. His actual <laughs> response was like, I'll try. And I'm like, come on, man. Like, this is like a, a real moment you're having. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm 90. This is my 90th birthday. <laughs> I won't be able to look out for my family. Can I trust you? No. <laughs> Dude, come on. Just Big say time. yes. For, Just lie, it's fine. For too. my birthday, I wish you would sack up. <laughs> <laughs> Your introduction to this woman was based on lies. Why not continue? <laughs> Just roll with it. <laughs> Just keep it rolling. Uh, so, uh, uh, she wins, of course, and then uh, she goes to bed, and then late in the middle of the night, what we're afraid of happens. <sighs> I can't. And uh, they... Uh, the he hears a commotion and everyone rushes to granny's room and uh, she has died. So they tried to revive her, but uh, it doesn't work. Uh, one of the uncles is a doctor and he's like, but I had like a life alert, like vital monitoring system for her. I should have gotten a notification, but I guess it's connected to Oz. So it didn't happen because everything's broken. Fuck you, Wabi yeah, Suke. <laughs> you did this. It's his fault at the end Blood's of the day. Blood's on your hands. Isn't that so sad? He did it to make her proud. And it ends up killing her. And it killed mm-hmm. her. Yeah, that's brutal. It's terrible. Uh, but so, though, well, although it's depressing, she did die surrounded by family, but it's just, yeah, it's depressing as hell. Yeah. Like, uh, of a bad situation, <laughs> not the worst, <laughs> but like, it's still it, not great. Someone not died. at all. Yeah, exactly. 
It was the best way to go in her sleep surrounded by family. It still sucks she died. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not a win by anyone's standards. <laughs> no. Nailed no. it. Um, so uh, uh, Natsuki, of course, is a mess. So uh, Kenji uh, goes to her and they hold hands and he's trying to be supportive because uh, he lost a bet. So he has to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god when he held her hand and she started open mouth sobbing i was like i can't take this yeah that was it, heavy it crushed me yeah it was like that moment where she was holding it in like she's already cried enough and she says like i can't stop the tears and she was just kind of stoic but the second she had like human contact with kenji like the floodgates opened up again totally uh so uh the next day, everyone's somber. They're planning the wake, getting funeral arrangements done. And then angry fisherman uncle is like, uh, you know what? This sucks. I swear revenge on love machine, which is a weird phrase to say after someone died. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, so, of course, everyone is like, dude, we have a funeral to plan. We're not fighting a video game. Chill. But uh, Kenji is like, hey, he's right, because uh, other people can die, and let's focus on the big picture. But one of the aunts shoots him down and is like, you come into my house and you dishonor my family after our matriarch died. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, of course, uh, the uh, cousin who's the, the, the mega gamer is like, I also agree. Um, so, uh, sort of a, a, a coalition of uncles for, <laughs> um, they the uh, band together and they're like, okay, we need to do something. Let's, uh, let's band together. We'll figure this out. Uh, one of the uncles works at a computer store. So he's like, uh, oh, I need a more powerful PC to fight this thing. Can you get us something? And he does. He gets a supercomputer. <laughs> yeah. Very large. Yeah, Big he's like, lab. this was going to go to a university, but eh, let's test it out. <laughs> it's like, are you <laughs> sure that $300,000 machine <laughs> minimum is fine to just steal test for out. a bit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's take it for a test he's drive. borrowing it. If yeah. the world ends, who's going to miss one computer? <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Fisherman Uncle brings in his boat, and he's like, all right, this will generate enough power to uh, power that supercomputer. Let me just drop it in this pond so he can keep it, the engine running. He also destroys the front gate by just plowing yeah, through with the no boat. No fucks, like, give it. Just bruh. completely ruining property, and they already established they don't have money anymore, so it's like, yeah. stop doing this. Please, this is all we have left. <laughs> Yeah, especially when they're like, yeah, this is a 500-year-old compound. It's like, you can't repair that Dude. that easily. Dude. You know oh, that, right? That has heritage. <laughs> my my dad's side of the family has, like, a 200-year-old house that's all my uh, aunts and uncles still live in. And, like, yeah, it's a goddamn nightmare to keep it in shape. <laughs> Who knows two-century-old architecture techniques? No one. <laughs> uh so uh, another uncle who works for the military brings in a, a big old antenna, uh, like a big mobile unit on the back of a Humvee. And uh, Kenji's like, what do you do for the military that you can just take this? And he's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, don't yeah. worry about it. Hey, shut up, kid. How about that? Hey, we don't need to get into that now. <laughs> you want to save the world, don't you? Then shut up. 
And as everything is set up, a fisherman uncle recounts their old family war story of when they were outnumbered. They had a, a tactic where they did a tactical retreat into a fortress, trapped the enemy, and then took them out. So they're trying to replicate that plan of trapping Love Machine so they're able to uh, fight it easier and isolate it from other resources. Um, so as they do this, a uh, 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 gamer cousin uh, challenges the AI to a, f- a rematch. And he's like, all right, tomorrow at noon, uh, come at me, scrub lord. Um, <laughs> so uh, th- uh, they get to the big fight. Uh, they start the challenge. Uh, Love Machine comes up and they start fighting, but uh, the cousin gets greedy and he starts going for attacks and uh, isn't following the tactical plan. Uh, uh, Love Machine is taking other avatars, so he's starting to get back up. But uh, Fisherman Cousin t- whips out an old Game <laughs> Game Boy and just like starts <laughs> jumping in and fighting him. Love it's just that like part. okay. We have this kid on a supercomputer getting his ass kicked. This this middle-aged man has a DS, and he's like, I'm holding him off. <laughs> yes! That was such a great moment. <laughs> yeah, I guess because like, Oz is just ubiquitous with the internet now. Anything connected to the internet now is just connected to Oz. So yeah, we see people on their like, flip phones, we see them on DSs, we see them on computers, like... Every like a GPS system is everything's connected to Oz now, so it's, it's a universal gaming experience. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, this is the future <laughs> Todd wanted with Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, uh, they're back in control. Uh, they manage to lead him into a fortress and trap him inside. Uh, and then they start with the supercomputer, sort of build a major fortress that he can't escape from. And uh, they start flooding it with water from a pond in the game. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. And it was also weird because that supercomputer they're using gets very hot. So they had to store ice around it. And Cousin Shoda moves the ice from the supercomputer, which is clearly (laughs) in use, to put Mm. it around the dead body and be like, nice and cool for you, Grandma. And I'm like, (laughs) she's dead. I mean, I understand the nice gesture, but but not during this time when there's a supercomputer melting down in front of you. Like, I understand the reasoning, because they're like, okay, it's the hottest day of summer, and we have a corpse that is decomposing. This thing (laughs) needs to be on ice. So, like, the reasoning is fine, but to walk into a room that, like, one of the other uncles, when, like, stuff starts to fall apart, checks in on it and walks into an oven that is that supercomputer room. (laughs) So this uncle is walking in and out of just, like fire conditions and he's like uh anything for you gram gram <laughs> yeah also granny's like a little old lady she doesn't need that much ice like he takes every block of ice out of the room he could have taken like one and she'd yeah. probably be good totally <laughs> he also could have asked that too yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey this supercomputer wasn't here before right anyway. yeah it probably was uh, it's fine <laughs> Yeah, I was confused by uh, they lure uh, Love Machine into like the fortress and start flooding it with water, and we see all the like firemen uh, uncles and like cousins like in their little avatars hooking up to a water system in Oz and flooding it. I was like, why? What? What? <laughs> what does this do? What's happening right now? <laughs> the UI of this game can do so much wild shit. 
You can drown other users. <laughs> yeah, is this like you? If you die in the game, you die in real life. I guess. I mean, I guess because it's an AI. It's like it. It the game is its life. So like, I guess. But like, I don't know. It was weird. Just I. I think it was just supposed to be very visual. I don't know if there was a logic to right. drowning a computer yeah. virus. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we pick up with uh, uh, Love Machine starts. Uh, Getting uh, KG in there and starts breaking his way out of the fortress because the supercomputer's overheating and it's not as strong to keep him in. Uh, so we see him uh, breaking out and it's no longer just this like um, kind of almost Buddha esque figure he was before. Before it was uh, Kenji's uh, avatar, but then when he started fighting, he like digivolved into this sort of. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> this like Shaolin monk. He sort of has like pants, but then he's got like data like uh electronic lines all over his body and he's got uh the earlobes a hat and like the big sun behind him like a buddha-esque figure uh it's great design like really cool designs um mm-hmm. but then when he breaks out he's no longer that he digivolves again into his mega form uh like diaboramon and uh <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> I hate so much. and now he's just all of the accounts that he's stolen so far which we find out is like a 400 like million accounts he's yes. like stolen and hacked into so far. And now he's just this like conglomeration, like this giant mass. Shadow monster. Yeah. yeah, it looks like real shadowy, but it's just all the different avatars like bunched together and forming this giant body that he breaks out of. So uh, we see him breaking out and we see him just grab King Cosmo, the rabbit avatar, and just throw him against like the wall and just like beats the hell out of him instantly. And... Uh, uh, meanwhile, idiot cop uh, cousin comes running in. He's like, "What are you guys playing a video game?" Grandma's like, "In there, dead already." But we gotta keep her cool. Like, it's really important. And Kazuma, the co- the gamer cousin, just like pops him right in the face. It's like, "You fucking idiot! We're trying to stop this goddamn computer virus, and you took all the ice, and you're the one who shut it down." Yep. He's like, so it's uh, clear that not everyone in the family understands the priority right now, what's going on in Oz. And then we see uh, Love Machine uh, takes control of all the world clocks. We see. Uh, clocks just pop up on like every digital screen around the world and they all just it's rattling through a bunch of numbers and then it stops at around like a two hour mark and then we see it counting down so we, it's no longer like a regular clock it's like a timer and uh, we see video feeds pop up of different cameras uh, looking at nuclear reactors all over the world and uh, sure enough that actually probe uh, comes up on the news again and it's uh, derailing off course it's uh, not going the way it's supposed to it's kind of heading for Earth now. Hmm. Shocker. Weird. Who would have oh. seen this? Where come? have I seen this before, yes. you son hmm. of a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> the computer virus is taking control of nuclear warheads? What? No! This couldn't have happened every nine years on the dot <laughs> from the same director. And, um, yeah, go figure. Love Machine is aiming the Ashley probe at the nuclear reactor, so when it comes down, it'll trigger a nuclear explosion. So, uh, Meanwhile, we see uh, some of the aunts and cousins uh, looking through Granny's stuff, uh, getting ready for the funeral and trying to find a picture for her uh, memorial. And uh, Natsuki finds this letter that's uh, like from Granny that says, like, four emergencies open this. She's like, oh, shit. All right, this is an emergency. And uh, takes off running back to the computer room. And, uh, yeah, we see the special black ops uncle with the military tech that you don't ask too many questions about uh, saying, like, oh, yeah, uh, Love Machine loves games it's like this it's you know it's an ai program but for some reason it loves competition and like going against each other uh, people that's why it was so easily lured into fighting king kazuma uh, before so uh this is just a game to him so it, like to stop 
you know, the competition, he's going to just kill people. Like, that's what you would do in a game. So right. that's its logic. It's not malicious. It's just competitive. And it's just toying with everyone. Mm. So everyone's getting worried about the situation. And, uh, yeah, some of the other family think this is just a game that uh, Cosmo's been playing this whole time. Uh, but he's trying to get back online to fight it again. But he just gets his shit handed to him by Love Machine. Um, oh yeah, he Love Machine eats Cosmo's avatar and grows ears. It was super depressing. Yeah, we see mm. the big sun behind him like cracks, and we see Love Machine reach out and grab King Cosmo's avatar and uh, steal him as well. So uh, everyone's kind of freaking out, like, "Well, we're fucked now." Yeah, and uh, Kenji says, "Like, no, can't give up yet. Like, you know, you're not really out until you say you're out. So if we still keep trying to fight, we can." And then uh, that's when he sees uh, Granny's Hanafuda deck. And he's like, haha, I have an idea. And uh, Natsuki's calling uh, Wabiske at this time. And uh, she's able to figure out his uh, phone number and stuff. And uh, he's, meanwhile, driving, trying to get out of the city, you know, after Granny kicked him out last night. And he's like, ah, what are you calling me for? Is that old hag, like, you know, wanting to lay into me again? She's gonna, and he just kind of starts ranting and venting about, like, ah, this family, fuck them and fuck this. I worked so hard for years. And uh, Natsuki cuts off. It's like, yo, Granny's dead chill your nuts and get back here and we see him like fishtail in traffic like you know do a big u-turn and fly back as fast as he can yeah so uh, we see uh oh she also says that like she died because she had like her vitals being monitored by like a you know system through oz that the one uncle was taking care of but because Oz got fucked up because of love machine which you made it's kind of on you she doesn't say that but it's it's you know clearly applied yeah he knows what he's done. Yeah. And she calls him out saying, like, I know you still care for Granny because uh, her. I saw you putting in your password for your phone and it's her birthday. So get over yourself and come back here. And uh, cuts away. We hear uh, Granny doing a voiceover, like reading the letter uh, she wrote that was for emergencies. Uh, turns out it was her daughter reading it, but it's in you know, Granny's voice. Basically saying, like, hey, we're a tough family. We get through shit. You guys are going to mourn. That's what you do. But then we're going to pick up and move on and get stuff done, because that's what we've always done. Yeah, and so, make sure you eat together as a family. Yeah, she says, uh, if uh, Wabiske uh, comes home, make sure he eats. Make sure you you know spend some time with him. Uh, she like tells a little story of how she met him. Like, oh, the first time I met him was when he was like four or five years old, because uh, it was her husband's illegitimate son. And... Uh, you know, she took him out to the field, and they're, like, talking, and, you know, he didn't say much, but she said, like, well, you're part of our family now, and she felt his hand tighten around her finger a little more. So, even though he didn't say anything, she knew, like, oh, it meant something to him. Right. And uh, she says the uh, worst pain anyone can ever feel is hunger and loneliness, but because of her family, she's never had to experience either. So, she wants to make sure Wabiske doesn't experience that either going forward. So, Definitely. basically telling him, like, make amends. Like, don't, you know, bury the hatchet. And me, because I'm dead. Uh, <laughs> and then... <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> I'm sitting here in silence because I'm fully crying when you say this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> God damn. I have no chill. It's the like, fourth time I've seen this movie. <laughs> Shocking. I need to make jokes to alleviate the sadness. <laughs> it's my coping mechanism. I find mechanism. that relatable. Yeah. Uh, and we see uh, Wabiske, like, you go fly in, like, in his car. Like, he actually crashes through the gate and, like, into the boat. And, like, his car is, like, mangled and he crawls out. He's like, Granny, I gotta see Granny. It's like, oh, shit. Um, 
and he runs in uh, to pay his respects to Granny uh, now that she's passed. Uh, meanwhile, the family's preparing like a big family lunch, and they grab the one aunt who's been watching uh, the kids' uh, high school baseball game this whole time. She's like, "Wait, what's going on?" And like while they're eating, they update everyone on what's happening. She's like, "Is this a good time to be eating yes. right now? Like in a crisis?" And it kind of alludes to like Granny's letter of like, "That's kind of the best time. Like you know, unite as a family over food. Like this is the best time to be doing that right now." Yeah, the the fishing uncle was like, "Granny was pretty clear." So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's just <laughs> do what Granny says. And uh, BC says he's going to try and, like, hack into Love Machine since he knows all the code, since he made it. He might be able to get um, some of the stolen accounts that were uh, taken by Love Machine and, like, get them back and stuff. And he's going to try and work with them now. Hey, uh, maybe this would have been helpful when they told you, hey, your shit is fucking up the entire world yesterday, my dude. Right? (laughs) Why'd you gotta wait for a bomb? Yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 Uh, meanwhile, we see uh, Love Machines, you know, in his giant like shadowy form now, goes to a casino area because he likes he likes games. He likes the challenge. Uh, uh, so he's in there, and we see uh, they come up with a new plan. And Natsuki's there with her avatar. It's a little like shrine fox girl sort of avatar, and uh, she's going to challenge him, uh, Love Machine, to Hanafuda. Because if there's one thing Granny taught her, it's how to play Hanafuda. Hell yeah. And, they keep showing this game, and I understand it less every time I see it. Yeah, I, don't, that's a, I yeah. wish I understood this game. Or sometimes in the movie, there's uh, uh, text bubbles that would pop up that are not translated because I don't have subtitles. I was like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's just, there's a lot. It seems like they're making scene. Like, there's no consistency to it. I don't know what's happening. Well, they do. They try to give the vibe of like, hey, there are millions of people messaging right now. And you're, I'm sure the people uh, dubbing this were like, Fuck this! I'm not. I'm not sitting here and no. translating a million messages right for this two second shot. Yeah, but that's part of it. Is that it's like from people all over the world, and that's the funny thing is when people are helping play the game at later in the movie. It's like I bet people tuning in from other parts of the world don't even know how to play <laughs> this game. This like, Whatever everyone else is doing, yeah, that's yeah. what we want to do. Just jumping on board. <laughs> yeah, because we see when they first play Hanafuda, uh, Kenji's there with like a this like mile long like piece of paper. They're like, "Oh, you're gonna play?" He's like, "I'm still trying to learn this," and like right. he can't figure it out. And I was like, "That's probably accurate. It probably takes a lot <laughs> of rules and explaining." Um, but yeah, Natsuki says uh, she's gonna bet all of the family's accounts. You know, it's like twenty, thirty some people, which you know it doesn't seem like a lot compared to the world, but you know it's enough of a bet to get Love Machine's attention. So, uh, that's the wager. And we see throughout the movie, they say like, oh, what's the point of, you know, you know, it's always more fun when you have a bet, when there's something on the table, like high stakes. So same mentality with Love Machine. So yeah, Natsuki's playing Hanafuda against, uh, them. And every time they say Koi Koi, which I guess is like, you know, I win this hand or something or whatever, uh, the stakes are doubled. So it, it escalates very quickly. And we see, uh, Natsuki wins her first round. And just so confused. They're making, like, scenes with all these different very colorful cards. And it's, they're beautiful cards, but Christ. Um, and she keeps winning over and over and over again. So, you know, koi koi and hitting the table. And we see uh, the avatar counter for Love Machine going down from, like, 400 million to, like, you know, a few million to a few thousand. We see her uh, reclaiming some of the avatars. But they can't find the one that's controlling the probe yet. There's still one in there that's kind of controlling everything. Right. 
And uh, when Natsuki, like, looks away at the number going down, she kind of gets distracted by that for a second, and she loses her first hand. And then it, you know, quickly escalates where she loses another and another, and then quickly uh, she loses all of them because the stakes get doubled every time. So in no time flat, she loses everything. And now she's only down to 74 avatars left, which I think is the whole family. Um, or, like, family, friends of the family. It's, it's just, like, very local people. Yeah. So, uh, because she only has 74 now, though, she doesn't have the minimum required number to bet anymore. So we keep hearing those voiceover from the game saying, like, you don't have enough to bet. Do you want to quit? Because there's, like, no other options. Yeah, it's, it's defeat. You, it's yeah, awful. Really hitting home of, like, it's not even like you're not good enough. You just can't even play anymore. And then all of a sudden we see this little blank uh, avatar pop up, just this little very cartoony uh, white uh, character pop up. Like, hello, I'm from Germany. Use my account. And we see it. He's shaped like a friend. He's just very so round cute. and soft. And uh, it you know, takes up to 75, and that's enough uh, to start betting again. And then uh, we see uh, more people start spawning in, like more accounts popping in after him, like pop, 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 pop. And all of a sudden, it's just a ton of accounts from all over the world. Uh, I think the glasses kid that's uh, back at the school says it's 13% of all the accounts on Oz yeah. are appearing and like showing up, like offering up their accounts to be bet by Natsuki. So. Yeah, I think, and that's the way they visualize that is like instead of like a shadow monster, it's like this big, bright, colorful ball of like huge little nodes of like avatars. It's just insane to look at. It's very trippy. Yeah, yeah. Each one keeps their own like identity, so they keep their own color and stuff. So it's all uh, individualized and stuff. Like when all the screens pop up in Digimon when they're all giving their powers to Agumon. Oh, <laughs> you. <laughs> Wait, this, this is my favorite part of the whole movie, though, is when, uh, I don't know if we mentioned it earlier, but Oz has uh, mascots, John and Yoko, which are these blue yeah. and pink whales. Oh, yeah. And they oh, the grant Natsuki a rare, auspicious item. <laughs> it was so cool. What a particular way to phrase that. DSX mocking a power-up. Exactly. And it was just, yeah, uh, an upgrade to her apparel. She gets wings and shit. <laughs> she gets cosmetic gear. <laughs> Um. Yeah, God, I was so mad when they said like, "Oh yeah, those are the guardians. They're John and Yoko." I was like, "Fuck you! <laughs> How dare you!" <laughs> um. But yeah, she gets just a big power up. She gets a transformation sequence, and she comes into those like fox trying god like goddess character looking uh, aesthetic. And uh, she's a nine tail. Basically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, the love machine ups the ante. Now, at each point, it's worth 10 million avatars. So, this is the last hand. This is all or nothing, because he's he's done. And Natsuki just slams down the last winning hand, just knocks him out clean. And, that uh, was so satisfying. It's such like a climactic moment where everyone in the whole world's shouting koi koi at their DS's phones and like <laughs> fucking laptops and shit. That was like what it, the whole movie builds up to, and it's super just satisfying when that card just slams down. It's just like... I don't know. I just felt, like, electrified. It's interesting because we already had, like, the big fight sequences with uh, Love Machine and Cosmo, so it wasn't, like, a big epic fight sequence, but it was, like, just as high stakes and just as emotional. It's just her slamming a card down, and we just see the numbers just trickle down uh, from, like, mil- hundreds and hundreds of millions to two. Yeah. So it's this big climactic finale, and we see the big sun behind his avatar break, and we see all the avatars releasing, and uh, he goes to reach out uh, to grab Natsuki's body to try and, like, grab her account before it's too late and we see him like dissolving as he does and when he grabs her his arm just explodes and 
yeah, this huge explosion of Love Machine uh, falling apart and all the accounts being released. And we see the timer stops at 13 minutes. So, kind of close. But while everyone's uh, cheering and freaking out, the timer continues to tick down again. And we notice that uh, out of all the accounts that were released, Love Machine still has control of two of the accounts. And uh, the kid on the computer back at school says, like, oh, all the world clocks around the world have stopped except for yours. Yours is the only one that's still ticking down now. Yeah. And then we see a video feed pop up, and it's of the family dog outside barking. And we see it zoom in a few times, and it's like, oh, that's the house. That's the house we're in right now. Love Machine's not going after a nuclear reactor anymore. He's going for just us. Like, yeah. This shit got personal. Yeah, Love Machine <laughs> said, fuck you guys in particular. Yeah, exactly. So now he's, uh, Love Machine's redirecting the asteroid probe onto the house. And we see uh, Kenji jump onto the computer. And he says, like, oh, maybe if we can uh, just flood Love Machine now that he's so much smaller and weaker. Maybe we just flood him with a bunch of, like, binary, like, trash code and just overload him. He'll at least be, like, distracted enough where he'll, you know, miss the house. We can't stop it, but we can at least, like, redirect it. <clears throat> and we see... <clears throat> excuse me. It's the see, classic, you think it's over, but it's not. It's not quite <laughs> over. Do you this movie's not long enough. <laughs> we, got, we got ten more minutes to kill. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, we see everyone's getting ready. and A lot of the families, like, doctors and firefighters and stuff, and they're prepping to run out of the house and warn all the neighbors to get them to leave. And, uh... We get shots of the probe entering the orbit as Kenji's working on the code again. Uh, Love Machine locked out his Oz account again, so he has to solve that giant, like, 80-character code again like he did uh, the one night, like, what, two nights ago now? Um, So we see him, like, cracking on the code, and uh, Wasuke, Wabasuke, the uncle, uh, says the the fences are down now on Love Machine now that he's, like, so much weaker and he was able to crack into him. So uh, Kazuma can now have a shot at him. And with uh, two minutes left, we see uh, Kenji figures out the code and, like, enters it, but then gets kicked out immediately. And he starts, like, freaking out, and he does it again, and he gets kicked out again. He's like, ah, what? Like, we see Lubbershin keeps changing it, because he still has control of his avatar. Uh, he keeps changing the code. And then we see uh, Kenji start, like, freaking out. It looks like his brain's just melting. His eyes are, like, vibrating. And uh, one of the uncles says, like, oh, God, he's doing it in his head. And we see him slowly typing on the keyboard, like, one by one, like, the digit to get in. And, uh, yeah, he doesn't even have time to write down the numbers anymore. We see, like, his nose bleeding a little. He's going full beautiful mind. And uh, as he's doing it, uh, he gets in again, and Love Machine goes to change the code on uh, uh, Kenji again. And that's right when King Cosmo appears, the big rabbit, and just punches Love Machine, like, his avatar into oblivion, like, just crack him in the face. Fucking ruins him. It was awesome. So he was able to get there in time to stop him from changing code. And uh, with enough time, the Kenji's, like, freaking out and shaking. He's able to put the code in right as the probe's falling, and it drifts just ever so slightly, like, maybe a mile down the road or something, like, just barely missing the house. Uh, And when it hits the ground, the impact of it just blows away, like, the outer wall of the house, like, of the property. And, like, uh, even the room they're in is, like, open up. The walls are open, so, like, all the wind's blowing in, and it kind of tears up the room itself a bit. But, yeah, uh, it no was too close to home. If I'm not. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no one's hurt. So we see uh, the dog and uh, some of the little kids run out, and we see just a geyser of hot water spraying out from where uh, the probe impacted. One of the kids is like, oh, a hot spring. Neat. So 
<laughs> they got a little. That's how we can make our money. Ah, Open a hot spring. That's it another all works thing. Out. I wanted to say, all in tangent with this movie, they were also showing uh, updates of the the family baseball team, and like it's like at that point they're like, oh, the baseball team won. It's like okay, good. It's a happy ending for everybody. Yeah, after the impact, yeah. it's like dead silent. You don't hear anything, but you can hear the TV in the other room saying like, oh, the son Uda, the baseball team won their game. Exactly. So it's, it's a metaphor or analogy the whole movie of like yep. the stakes of the movie. And uh, Love it. Then it fades to black, <laughs> and then it fades back in, and the family's singing happy birthday, and they got Granny's memorial laid out. And uh, uh. we see uh, everyone in the family's running around the property and stuff, still getting stuff ready or doing something or chasing kids. <laughs> And then it uh, zooms out a little bit from the house, and we just see, like, this huge uh, line of people waiting in line to pay the respects to Granny. It's just, like, the whole town. And uh, we get a shot of Nasuki looking at uh, Kenji. She's got that thirst. She's got that thirst in her eyes. She loves that boy now. Come on. She loves that boy. (laughs) And... uh, then uh, we see on the news uh, Wabasuke uh, confessed to making Love Machine, but he also said, like, hey, I made it. <laughs> He's like, I made this, but I sold it to the government, the U.S. government, so they're the ones that started the shit, so, like... Is that how like, that works, though? I still think you're still somehow in trouble. <laughs> no, he's still in trouble. Like, he's still getting arrested and stuff, but he's, like, he's owning up to his mistake, but he's saying, like, these are the guys who actually did it. Like, right. I made the tools, they utilized the tools. So, like, they're in trouble, too. Yeah. Yeah, because, so, like, his, his was like, hey, in the case of a war, this is a tool at your disposal. And the U.S. was like, so now? <laughs> He's like, no, what if, no, don't. What don't. if we test this out? What but if this now, just, right? Seems right no! the, uh, yeah. <laughs> seems right that this was the United States' student. Yeah, and yeah, it's oh, named yeah, the love right. machine. Yeah, yeah, it all seems right. <laughs> this all makes sense. And uh, we get shots of, like, just the family talking and saying, like, oh, well, now this is all over. You guys, too, you know, you weren't dating when you got here, but maybe you should be dating. The aunts and stuff are, like, pushing them. And it's like, oh, yeah, he's a great kid. You should definitely get him while you can, Natsuki. And uh, idiot cops screaming in the back because he's still overprotective. Yep. And uh, they're like, all right, go on, kiss, do it in front of the family, make it awkward, as families do. And, uh... (laughs) Uh, Natsuki uh, puckers and gets ready to kiss him and Kenji goes too but then his nose starts bleeding again because he like I guess popped a brain he had a brain hemorrhage uh, from doing the code and he gets distracted (laughs) oh you know why this anime boy got a nosebleed when he was about to kiss well then Natsuki kisses him on the cheek when he isn't looking and then the nosebleed just shoots out like a geyser and he just passes out (laughs) yep so. Love it! Oh, such a fun and and that's the thing. Uh, during the happy birthday to the grandma, they show a picture a uh, picture of her, and then after the big nosebleed, they show the picture again, and it changed to her like laughing. I'm like, that's yeah, so she's funny. smiling. <laughs> I definitely laughed out loud at that. Yeah, <laughs> and that's Summer Wars. Ten out of ten for me. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I love that show. I'm leaving. <laughs> I love that movie. If, if there's one thing we learned from this. Is that Pittsburgh is the heart of all bad things and started <laughs> yeah. everything? I think that's Fuck accurate. We, we've known Who would that. travel abroad to America and go to Pittsburgh? <laughs> it's disgusting. No. I'm sorry, I've never been there. I actually don't know. I mean, Doug, you're from around <laughs> Philly. We got a rivalry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, that's Summer Wars. Uh, so, what did you think? Are we there yet? I 
I liked it, but I had a hard time watching it, as Brendan will attest. Yeah, I was getting messages from Dan, like, yo, yo, I was yo! Him, I was just like, I was like, oh, the great-grandma reminds me so much of my grandma oh, no. that passed away. And then I was like, if she dies, I'm going to lose it. And then ten minutes later, I was like, Brendan, I'm going to Oh, no. He's messaged, I was I like, I can't respond. Him, I sent him, uh... <laughs> I knew she was going to die. Yeah, it was very ominous. But what's also crazy, I sent these pictures to Brendan. I sent the picture of Granny from the movie, like her memorial picture, the one of her laughing, and my grandma's, and they're like the same. Pretty similar. Like, even the color of the clothes were pretty similar in, like, hairstyle. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, yo. It's crazy, and she's like, she was just like her, so like, oh, it was rough, but it was really (laughs) good. I liked it a lot. I also had an equally rough time because I had to like a Digimon movie. <laughs> so we're on the I same playing field, you. Dana. He got, yeah, exactly. Death of a grandmother, Digimon, same thing, same thing. <laughs> but yeah, this this was fun. This was good. This is what the Digimon movie should have been instead of three things slammed together unconnected. I mean, arguably, it's what it was. But better, 2.0. Uh, yeah. Upgrade. <laughs> yes. Digimon was his practice. He got the footing right. He's like, you know what? That third act, fucking don't need it. Let's just focus <laughs> on the one and two. And I was like, yeah, you're right. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. That's all we need. So I'm good to I'm glad to hear that. Thank you for Doug for bring, well, bringing it to me back in the day. Oh, thank no you problem. for AJ for recommending it to us. Yeah, yeah. definitely. This was a team effort, because we're all one big family. Yeah! I brought squid. I've been catching a lot of it in Animal Crossing. I actually really like squid, so I appreciate that. (laughs) Good. There, I had a good one. You happy now? I'm going to bring trash next time. Oh, I'm emotionally exhausted. (laughs) Yeah, everyone go take a nap. We've all earned it. Dana especially. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh thanks <laughs> <sighs> thank you again great well thank you so much for redeeming yourself Doug oh awesome I'm so <laughs> happy to do that It's I love this show I love this movie it was it just felt like a match made in heaven so thanks for having me back on your program this was Doug's redemption <laughs> you cleaned the what? slate much less gratuitous violence and amputations in this one. <laughs> That's what titties. I mean, if uh, you guys have me back again, I will also bring trash. So uh, just keep an eye out for that. <laughs> so thank this you for joining us for your last appearance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second time hearing that. Awesome. <laughs> uh, where can people find you online? What do you have to promote? Sure, if you're like Love Machine and like games, uh, you can listen to Brent and my podcast. It's called Almost Better Than Silence. Uh, It's a weekly video game show on Mondays. Uh, Sometimes we have guests. Usually we don't. Uh, We can barely keep our own co-hosts on the show, but uh, we're trying. uh, Peek behind the curtain there. A little bit, but it's it's a fun time. Hopefully, uh, check it out. And I also have a record label. It's called Missed Out Records, and you can go to MissedOutRecords.com to see what's available there. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, If there's a show you, the listener, would like us to watch, you can send your recommendations to us at arewebthereyet at gmail.com or reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram, arewebthereyet on both. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo and Queen underscore Weeaboo Art. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. That's mostly where I talk about Digimon, so. There you go. 
So don't follow yeah. us. Wow. Wow. Block him now. Rude. <laughs> this is my birthday episode. Oh, I'm sorry. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, just me. Uh, thank you to Camille Ruley for her artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song, Stories Off the Album Beats. You can find all of Louis' music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Koi koi! Koi koi! koi. koi.